This week on the Tech on Tap podcast, ProLions Robert Graff and NetApp Charlotte Brooks join us to discuss the new SnapMirror Cloud Archive solution. Welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast with Justin Parisi. I love NetApp. Oh, yeah. NetApp, I love this company. Zipor, Zipor. I love NetApp because it's so funny. Hello and welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast. My name is Justin Parisi. I'm here in the basement of my house and with me today I have Charlotte Brooks of NetApp. Hi, Charlotte. Hi, Justin. How's it going? It's going great. I'm I'm in the middle of insight prep. Uh, what about you? Same here, same here. Oh, it's always yeah. a fun time of year. Late nights for you? Oh, actually more early mornings. Oh, yeah. I'm a late night person. the way the time zones work. Yeah. yeah, I'm a late night person. No, I mean late night for insight prep. <laughs> Finishing up and that sort of thing. Anyway, uh, so Insight is coming up and you know we're going to do a series of shows here on the podcast to kind of pique your interest about things that are coming up in Insight. So Charlotte is here to talk about one of those things. So first, Charlotte, what do you do here at NetApp and how do I reach you? Hey, Justin. I'm Charlotte Brooks. I'm a technical marketing engineer in the data protection group at NetApp. I've been doing this job for a few years now. Uh, you can reach me at NetApp or under my Twitter, which is S-H-A-L-L-O-T underscore B, Charlotte B at Twitter. All right. Excellent. Also with us today, uh, Robert Graff. You may have heard him on the podcast before in episode 220. He's from ProLion. So Robert, uh, what do you do and how do we reach you? Hi, Justin. Uh, good to hear you again. My name is Robert Graff. I'm the CEO of uh, ProLion. And the best way to reach me is uh, still email. So uh, just email me at uh, robert.graff. G-R-E-F at ProLion.com. So that's the best way, I think. So the last time we had an episode, you gave out your phone number. Did anyone actually call you? Uh, absolutely, yeah. Some folks called me at midnight and it was real fun. So um, I think I do not uh, give my phone number this time. <laughs> I warned Good you. Plan. I warned you. All right. So um, Robert and Charlotte are here to talk about a very specific thing. But first, we want to talk about ProLion and what they are. So Robert, give us your elevator pitch for ProLion. We are on the market since eight years. Uh, we are focusing on NetApp storage, and we help NetApp customers to protect, uh, to manage, and to analyze their data uh, in a very efficient way. So it's great add-on software, which we deliver to NetApp customers to make uh, their life easier. And uh, as I said, we are uh, focusing only on NetApp. We are NetApp Alliance partner. And uh, all our products are also NetApp compatible, which means, you know, that customers can use it uh, perfectly in their uh, on-tap environment. All right, excellent. So, you know, ProLion does a lot of work with NetApp as a partner. And one of the things they're working on for ONTAP 9.8 is a, is a new technology called SnapMirror Cloud. And it's new, but it's not really new. So, Charlotte, can you explain what I mean by it's new and not really new? Well, it's, uh, it's a capability we've had in ONTAP for a while, uh, but it's kind of been hidden. And now what we're doing is we're licensing it to partners like ProLion and to allow them to use the SnapMirror Cloud um, APIs to orchestrate and control data protection of ONTAP systems to cloud targets, so basically to object storage. So it works hand-in-hand with regular SnapMirror, which protects snapshots to other ONTAP systems, 
Uh, but SnapMirror Cloud is different in that it sends the snapshots and puts them into an object format and puts them into an object storage destination, be it an on-prem like a storage grid or a number of the, pro the um, popular public clouds out there like, like Amazon, Microsoft, and, and Google. So is this essentially what CloudSync was and it got rebranded or did it get re-architected? It's not CloudSync. It's, it's much more like SnapMirror in the, in the sense that it's fully snapshot-based, um, optimized for storage efficiency. It's a, you know, a full initial backup plus incremental forever, only ever sends the change blocks of the, um, of the, the modified files. So you're just sending the very minimum amount of data that you need. It's super efficient. And it also works and, and is associated with our snap diff differencing engine, which is a really quick, efficient way to analyze the snapshots, very quickly generate a list of those changed files, which you can then put in a catalog, which then allows you to do a lot of interesting kind of analytical and restore tasks, which I'm sure Robert will be happy to talk to us about. Excellent. Um, so with the SnapMirror piece, is it using the same SnapMirror ports that the regular SnapMirror uses and just leverages S3 as the, the entry points and exit points? Basically, yes. I mean, it's still going to require the, the lifts, you know, for the technical users out there. It's going to use intercluster lifts to send the traffic from the ONTAP cluster directly to the object storage. So that's a really key point, right? There's no intervening data mover or gateway or protocol converter. The data path is directly from the ONTAP cluster out the intercluster lifts to your object storage target, be an on-prem one or a public cloud, as I said. That but sounds just, uh, instead of sending it in a native waffle format like regular SnapMirror, it's put it into an efficient object format. And, you know, we pack those those blocks tightly into the objects, and we compress them, and we encrypt them, and we send them to your to your object storage. That sounds simple. Is that is that is it simple? Well, it's 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 simple because you have your your application like your your proline, and you just say, I want to back up this volume. I want to do it every day at at midday or at midnight, and that's it, right? It's just going to go and back itself up. Well, I mean, it, it just sounded simple because you're you're leveraging stuff you're already used to, and you're already you know it has an easy interface to use. And I imagine this will have a, a system manager interface, right? Uh, not 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 at this time. No, we're we're actually exposing this um, or providing this to partners like Proline to integrate into the application to provide the the orchestration and the the control plane, if you like. Okay, so it'll be a partner-driven uh, backup solution or SnapMirror solution. Exactly, exactly. So the partner piece, is the partner aspect taking those SnapMirror pieces and turning them into the objects, or does ONTAP handle that? ONTAP does all the um, you know, calculation of what data has changed, what blocks it needs to send, putting into the objects and sending it. Uh, but the, the control plane, like I said, the orchestration, the easy-to-use interface, the ability to say which forms you want to back up, what schedule you want to use, how long you want to keep them, and then to drive the restore, right? I mean, there's, what's, a, what's a backup product without being able to do a restore? The ability to locate the files or the volumes you want to restore, pick where you want to restore them from, all of that magic and, and uh, nice shiny interface, that, that's all in the partner application. Okay, excellent. So ONTAP handles all the, the technical gritty bits, and then the partners provide the, the orchestration plane, the way to manage the backups and restores, as well as the, the catalogs. Got it. Yep, yep. All right, Plumbing, ONTAP, you know, beautiful, shiny bathroom fixtures, application. So, you know, you mentioned cloud and you mentioned storage grid. And I imagine since this is an S3 thing, it can pretty much use any S3 provider is, I mean, it would work, right? But is it 
is, is any S3 provider qualified or do you have to get special qualifications or PVRs for that? Right. Well, you know, I mean, underlying, yeah, again, getting into the plumbing, we're using basic S3 commands, right, to, to, to put and get objects. Uh, but of course, being NetApp, we want to make sure that everything that we put out is qualified, tested, all of that. So uh, we'll have a, a, a tested, qualified list of, of storage targets. And in the first release, that is Storage Grid, that's Microsoft Azure, AWS S3, and Google Cloud. Uh, we certainly envisage, you know, there's a lot of different players in the, the object storage market, and we'll certainly entertain uh, qualifying additional targets as, as the market requires. What about the ONTAP S3 server? Will that be a target or is that, it does it not have the right we functionality? We hope so. Yeah. Watch, watch this space. We certainly hope so. All right. Excellent. So Robert, Charlotte touched on ProLion's role in this and, and you know, being an orchestrator. So can you tell me a little bit about how ProLion orchestrates that whole backup process? Yeah, so uh, what we do is we utilize the NetApp SnapDiff API. So we have here a license agreement in place with NetApp so that we are allowed to use this API. And uh, using that API, we index the metadata of every volume and every snapshot. So this means that we, you know, crawl through the file system, read the metadata by using the SnapDiff API and write this metadata into a central file catalog. So now we know which file is contained in which snapshot. And uh, we also use the ONTAP API to read snapshot information. And uh, you maybe know that this snapshot is a, let's say, one-on-one -on -one copy. So if it gets transferred with SnapMirror to an ONTAP secondary, uh, then we also know what is on the ONTAP primary, right? Because the volume and the whole snapshot uh, is exactly the same on the primary as it is on the secondary. And so we you know, can index uh, just, for example, using the ONTAP secondary and refer back to, to the primary, even you know, we do not need to index the primary. And uh, then it goes even further with uh, the brand new SnapMirror Cloud technology from NetApp. And now customers can replicate these snapshots further to an object storage. And uh, we also have the catalog uh, to this object storage and know, okay, which data uh, is stored in the object storage. And so we have the full picture of the entire NetApp environment, you know, from the primary, maybe uh, SnapMirror, SnapVault secondary, and also the object store. And uh, if a user maybe now deleted a file, uh, you can easy search using this central database and repository, search for a file, find it, and then you just uh, choose uh, the right uh, destination you would like to restore from. So I think very good restore is always using the primary, but sometimes, you know, the snapshot is already expired, doesn't exist anymore on the primary. So you maybe use the secondary or you use uh, the object store. And uh, so we have a full end-to-end -end view of all files, all volumes, all snapshots of the entire NetApp system, everything stored in this central catalog. And uh, customers can now, you know, just... Uh, search for files and restore them easily. And, uh, and the SnapDiff API is just great because it, as the name says, it only uh, report the differentials. So we only have to crawl the full file system once. And after that, we just, you know, crawl the differentials from one snapshot to the next, which means that, you know, customers very often have half a percentage or one percentage of data change a day. And we only need to index these little tiny delta changes 
and always have the view of the full file system, right? So what it means is that it is very, very efficient as uh, SnapMirror is, yeah? Because it's only, you know, sending the block deltas from one side to another and the same way uh, we, we basically use the index engine. And uh, so it's a very efficient technology to run NAS backup and restores. Yeah. So you mentioned that you do a catalog of files and you have an index. Um, what is that stored in? Is it a database or, you know, how are you using that catalog? Yeah, absolutely. So it's uh, a database. It uh, comes with uh, a prepackaged OVA or VHDX. So the whole thing is very easy to deploy. You just need a virtual machine, uh, Microsoft Hyper-V or VMware. You just download the OVA, uh, boot the virtual machine in your environment. Uh, within the OVA, there is already the, the database prepackaged, and then you just you know uh, set up the commands to use the SnapDiff APIs. Uh, everything can be handled through our central monitoring uh, system, and uh, and yeah, the restore manager application just connect to ONTAP API to the SnapDiff API, and uh, then you know we crawl through the file systems. You just select the volumes you would like to get indexed, and after that you have a full catalog, uh, and that's it. Yeah, so very easy, very simple to install, and yeah, very efficient. So are these catalogs? Do they have do they have REST you know an API into them like a REST API or can you use database commands to query the databases directly or do you have to interact with the GUI? Uh, everything is done uh, by the GUI. So currently, I, I mean, we have a uh, REST API provider as well, but uh, customers currently only use the GUI to to handle the whole application. And with the, the listing of, of files and folders and such, does it include information like file owners and size, or is it just basically the file names and creation times? Yeah, good question. So this would be a separate product from ProLion, the data analyzer. Uh, and here we basically enrich uh, the metadata in the database with uh, additional information uh, like, you know, owner information and uh, permissions and this and that, because this is everything stored in, in the NetApp file system. But, uh, yeah, it would be a different use case because then it goes more in the direction of reporting so that you know who is the owner of a certain file and how much space is this person consuming on my NetApp storage. So it goes more in this reporting direction. But uh, for, you know, the backup restore purposes, we do not need that information and we you know, would like to keep the database as small as possible so that it is very easy, very fast to use uh, for customers. And uh, so we, you know, only load the data which is really necessary to run backup and restore. And uh, if the customer would like to go further, we would have another model called data analyzer so that the customers can, you know, report uh, the, the whole file system and what the structure and, and owner information and all this and that. Yeah. So what sort of scale are we looking at with these file systems? I mean, how many files and folders can you have in this database before it starts to get bogged down? Yeah, so... It's uh, mainly used in large environments because these customers who have millions or I would say billions of files, they struggle the most with backup. So, you know, in the past we had NDMB backup, as you know, and, uh, and it doesn't scale uh, anymore. So the thing is that it was great in, in, you know, a few years ago. 
But with NDMB backed up, most customers are currently at the limit that they cannot meet their uh, RTO and RPO, recovery time and recovery point objectives for the backup anymore. So they are searching for a different solution, which can scale, you know, up to millions and even billions of files. And uh, so therefore, they use this snap mirror technology because it's the only way where you can do a very fast and efficient backup in a short period of time. You just mirror the volume to a secondary side and you have your backup finished. And you can, you know, further mirror it now to the S3 target. So uh, everything is about, you know, scaling. And uh, we built this application to scale into the enterprise environments where customers have, you know, thousands of volumes, uh, very often hundreds of NetApp storage controllers. And the database is built uh, to scale out so that you have a, a, a repository of billions of files where you can search and yeah, find it and, and restore it. And I think you see where I'm going with that, right? So we have these flex group volumes where you can store lots of files like that. And you know, this sort of this sort of product really helps in those situations because now you have an indexer that helps you manage that data better. And I know it doesn't really tie into the object storage piece so much, but it 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 is an, it is another aspect of the ProLine product where I think it adds value to the ONTAP system. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I th- I see it as a is a great value add, uh, and I'm very happy that NetApp came up with this technology to replicate data also to the S3 targets because now customers can use a let's say cheaper way of storage and they can integrate it with their cloud service providers. And uh, and I think backup is a perfect application to start you know your cloud transition. And it's a whole, I would say it's a great story, you know, and it fits perfectly to this whole uh, data fabric story of NetApp because now, you know, you can not only snap mirror between two ONTAP systems, you can now integrate also uh, your cloud providers. And I think the whole thing really makes absolutely sense, right? And so many customers out there are struggling with their backups and their ever-growing file systems and, you know, with the scalability of it. And uh, so this is a great technology to to solve that problem. So Charlotte, with the uh, with the SnapMirror cloud piece, I mean, we talk about doing it through S3. Does the source have to be an S3 bucket, or can it be a NAS volume like a flex group? It's like SnapMirror. We we take the the source or the the source start point is always an ONTAP flex in right now. So Charlotte, you you said this is just a flex so I'm taking it. There's no flex group support currently. That's correct. We're we're certainly looking at that to to bring it in, into the roadmap. And I guess I touched on the ONTAP S3 piece because when you talk about SnapMirror Cloud and you start to mention S3, I think people get a little confused, right? Because you're thinking, oh, this is all S3, I can't use it. So I want to make sure that everybody understands that you can use it for multiple use cases. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just think of this as an additional way to protect your ONTAP data, which is stored in your flex folds and, and you know, flex group in, in future. Uh, but instead of having to, or in addition to having a destination ONTAP system with for the secondary target, you know, with all the administration and such that involves, you can have your offsite copy in object storage. It still gives you the same recoverability granularity with the additional ability to restore just individual files as well as full volumes. And you really, I think as, as Robert touched on, you're really kind of getting that that your foot dipped into the into the cloud world, right? And object storage is a really great fit for data protection because it's it's scalable, you can pay as you go and just pay for what you need. 
And that works really well with the aspect of SnapMirror Cloud that it fully preserves the storage efficiency that you already have on your production data. So, you know, you've you've gotten the space savings from deduplication and so on, and you're not going to have to rehydrate that to send that into your cloud target, right? We'll send it all with the same space savings. In fact, we, we try to do additional compression if we can so that optimizing the amount of space you're going to use on your object targets on object target and you're only ever sending just the individual change blocks not whole files or whole volumes so this sounds a little bit like the extension of that snap mirror to everywhere that we were doing a while back is that kind of where this is going yeah i think that's that's a that's a good one i'm not, not sure where we'll snap mirror next but uh Object storage is, is our next frontier for sure. So, you know, this whole aspect of having ONTAP going to an object store sounds pretty familiar to a lot of people that are used to hearing about Fabric Pool. Um, so how does SnapMirror Cloud and Fabric Pool differ? I know the answer. I just want you to answer it. <laughs> oh, this is, this is a pop quiz. Yeah. Well, you know, Fabric Pools, I like to think of I mean, Fabric Pools like where is the data, right? The, the, if you Fabric Pools data, you're basically tearing it off. So it's no longer on your primary system. You're maintaining enough metadata to get the data, but you know your your production data has all gone off somewhere else into your fabric pool. Uh, so it's no longer accessible except via the fabric pool. has to be has to be retrieved whenever you need to uh, read or write the data. Um, SnapMirror Cloud is a full data protection product, right? It's designed to take additional copies, be it for disaster recovery, be it for long-term archive just to free up space. Uh, but the production data is always going to stay on your production system unless you delete it. You're just going to have additional copies and point in time historical copies going back for however long you keep replicating that data. Uh, but that's a separate independent copy, if you like. And we also maintain the metadata. So the, um, the data in the storage pool or in the object storage with SnapMirror Cloud is a fully self-referential independent copy and can be stored independently either back to the original ONTAP cluster or even to another ONTAP cluster if you've just kind of spun that up, right? It's that copy that you've got is fully self-contained and can be restored as an individual entity going back to any any point in time for however long you've been maintaining those snapshots. So what's interesting to me is that SnapMirror Cloud is exactly what people, I think, have thought Fabric Pool has been all this time, which is an archival tier, right? So being able to archive storage to another destination and have it actually present on that destination, you know, where you can yes. actually access it from the destination. Whereas Fabric Pool is you tier it and the metadata stays at home and it's more of a storage efficiency feature. So I think this really kind of closes that gap for what people thought Fabric Pool was and actually what they may have wanted Fabric Pool to be. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we like to think we've we've kind of learn from, from what customers are asking for and, and give them what they want. So, yeah. Well, we listen to customers. That's insane. We listen to customers. Yes. Listen and learn. Robert, does ProLion listen to customers? Absolutely. I would imagine Absolutely. so. Absolutely. Customer focused, as you know. For, for a, a guy that gives out his phone number on a podcast is customer focused. Absolutely. So, uh, I mean, yeah, just uh, go to episode 220 where we talk about, you know, ransomware protection and uh, immediately you will find my phone number and please call me at midnight. So ransomware is actually a good point. Um, so how does SnapMirror Cloud work in, in the case of ransomware? Like, does it help protect against ransomware or, or is it susceptible to it? 
No, it's a uh, it's a total different product. So uh, and it utilizes different APIs. You know, so when we talk about ransomware protection, we do everything in real time using the NetApp F policy API. So whatever you know, uh, files uh, get changed on the primary system. Uh, we immediately uh, get this recorded using the F policy API to an anomaly detection, uh, whitelists, blacklists, all this and that. And uh, with uh, Restore Manager, we have a total total different uh, approach because here we utilize the SnapDiff API, which is not in real time, because a snapshot, for example, you know, is delayed by whatever 10, 15 minutes. Uh, and, and every 10, 15 minutes, you take a snapshot and we crawl through this snapshot, read the metadata information. And basically, it's, as I said, you know, using a different API and uh, and and a total different use case. The one is ransomware protection, and uh, Restore Manager is much more, you know, for solving the backup issue in very large NAS environments. Yeah, I mean, it's it's also important to note that being on the object storage, it's in an object format, which is not consumable by anything else other than the, the SnapMirror Cloud API. So even if someone did accidentally or, you know, through force got access to your bucket, uh, this is a read-only copy of the data, so it can't, you know, it's it's immutable in the S3 bucket, and it couldn't be interpreted unless you actually had access to the the SnapMirror Cloud APIs to try to restore that and all the credentials and so on involved for that. So it's an, a, a, another additional layer of security there. I'm guessing you'd have to, if if ransomware infected the source uh, system, then you could replicate it to the SnapMirror Cloud instance, though, right? Yeah, well, yeah, SnapMirror is going to replicate what's on your on your production system, uh, but given the very long retention period, that's that's possible. I mean, with uh, we didn't touch on this yet, but with SnapMirror Cloud, you can keep over uh, up to four thousand snapshots per volume, which is more than what we support with regular ONTAP SnapMirror today. Uh, so you'd have older copies there to kind of roll back to if you weren't able to otherwise recover. You know, it's not it's never going to modify the existing snapshots that you already have that were taken before the uh, the attack occurred. So basically, you know, if you're trying to protect against ransomware, you don't have to worry about the destination, you worry about the source and protect that piece. Yeah. I think that's uh, your first point of attack. Exactly. Uh, so where the users are accessing the data is mainly the primary system and users get infected, you know, maybe their client or whatever, Windows computer, and uh, their cause, they cause an infection in the the active file system where they have access to. And I think the data copies uh, uh, in the backend, they are protected because as Charlotte mentioned, you know, they are read-only copies. But uh, it just brings a new idea to my mind that we also should integrate uh, the uh, the S3 targets uh, for the CryptoSpike restore because we have a restore mechanism also in CryptoSpike, right? And currently it only goes uh, to ONTAP systems. And uh, as Charlotte mentioned, if we have a 4,000 snapshots uh, here, we could use this point-in-time copies also to restore and to recover from a ransomware attack. So I will directly write that into my roadmap and hopefully, hopefully, you know, the technical guys pick up that idea. Wow. Real-time product development. I love it. I'm an official product manager of, of ProLion now. <laughs> yeah. I think we're now our insiders to ProLion, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> So, so with, great idea. Thanks, it, Justin. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. Uh, anytime. Uh, so I'll, I'll send you my, my bill. Um, so w- with, with the SnapMirror Cloud instance, what, what kind of replication schedules can we 
achieve? Like how fast or how up to the minute or, you know, what's the, what's the intervals we can use? Yeah. So a, a typical default schedule might be a daily backup to cloud, but there's nothing to prevent you from doing it more frequently. And there may be different use cases for doing that, especially if you have an on-premises object storage, uh, you know, a private object store like a storage grid where you're not paying in the same respect as you are for a public cloud target. Uh, but but ProLine gives you a lot of flexibility in the scheduling, right? So I imagine it's one of those just because you can doesn't mean you should, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Robert, yeah, why don't you just talk talk a bit about the uh, the the scheduling and policy flexibility in, in ProLine? Yeah, absolutely. So as you said, Charlotte, we can uh, configure uh, our own policies, um, uh, manage the snap mirror relation, but also the snapshot scheduler. And uh, basically, you know, on the frequency, there is not really a limit. So it's uh, based on the uh, snapshot technology as uh, customers know it since years. And uh, yeah, we transfer the snapshot uh, uh, using the NetApp technology, snap mirror from one destination uh, from the source to the destination and uh, yeah it, it can be as frequent as as the customer want to have that yeah so easy straightforward just the, the standard technology as as customers are using it today and it's just you know got uh, extended to, to cloud targets but basically the foundation is is still the same so robert Do you, you know- can you tell me a little bit about some of the use cases where we would want to do snap mirror to cloud like where does this best fit yeah, so I would say it really fits, uh, you know, to all these customers who are struggling with their file services backup today. And uh, it's all about, you know, this scalability and customers uh, cannot finish uh, the backup uh, right in time anymore. So the backup very often takes longer than 24 hours, you know, and the next backup should already start. So uh, all these customers are get, got stuck somehow. Right, and now they use uh, Snap Mirror technology, which goes from ONTAP to ONTAP, but they cannot really utilize, you know, the cloud providers and the low-cost storage. And uh, so this is really solves a problem for these uh, NAS environments, you know, these very large file systems, which uh, have grown, you know, to billions of files. And if you would like to back up, you know, several millions or billions of files, it takes so long, not because of the amount of data, but uh, because of the quantity and to every single file, you need to back up all the file permissions and this and that. So uh, it takes very, very long that the data is back up to a secondary location. And uh, here this technology really solves uh, a, a major issue for file services customer. So Charlotte, what other use cases are you seeing out there where customers are interested in this? I think the, the archive cases is huge. Right, right. Customers generate huge amounts of data and often they just want to take a single copy and just keep it for a very long time. So there's the the regular data protection use case, you know, give me all of the different point in time copies. And then there's the ability just to take a long-term archive and just keep it maybe for five or six years. Maybe it's for regulatory purposes where, you know, I don't ever expect to ever really have to restore it. Um, and so object storage is a great use case for that because of the 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 cost and you know the the essential immutability of it and you know we assume the viability of the big cloud target providers it's different from putting it on a on a tape that you might have to do now and then you come back five or six years later because you've got a lawsuit or something like that and then you think 
oh gosh, we got to fire up that tape library that no one that's been gathering dust in the computer room, and and then the tape doesn't work. You know, this this is just not suitable for today's enterprises, and it's it's certainly not going to fly when you've got lawyers and the government breathing down your neck. So I think yeah, both the regular operational data protection as well as long term archive are really great sweet spots for SnapMirror Cloud. So with backup and archive, I mean, we all know that the most important part is the restore. So how do we restore this stuff? Like, what's the process involved and what are we using for that? Well, I think that the first thing is you have to locate what you need to restore and then you need to initiate the restore process. And you'll be able to do that, uh, be it a restore from a local snapshot or a on-tap snap mirror or a snap mirror cloud through the use of an interface like ProLine Restore Manager. So, yeah, Robert, how, how would that actually work when I want to locate a file or a volume? Yeah, so as, as I've mentioned before, you know, through the catalog, we localize the file, uh, no matter on which source uh, we find it. Uh, we, ha- we can choose from different versions because we have different uh, point-in-time copies. You know, all the snapshots on the different sources are indexed. And uh, as soon as the, you know, the admin uh, found the file, uh, choose the right version, and then we easily restore it. And uh, yeah, we use the NetApp technology. So it's not based on our technology. It's a standard snap mirror technology, which we utilize, you know, to, to run the restore. So uh, we are, you know, the orchestration tool on top uh, of the NetApp technology. We are providing this file catalog but all the backup and the restore mechanisms are, we use the standard NetApp SnapMirror technology as it is out since years, right? So it's, it's not really magic uh, what, what we do here, but uh, it, it solves a, yeah, a very uh, reasonable problem. Mm. I mean, I think, again, I'm seeing it's, it's that two-part approach, right? There's the, the, what the administrator has to do to initiate the restore, which is like, find the file, find the volume, what date you want to restore it from. And then you're looking to the SnapMirror Cloud underlying to make sure to issue the commands to actually get that back. And again, something I'll just just, um, hone in on again, unlike an NDMP or a traditional restore methods where you might have to restore a full backup, then apply one or more incrementals to actually get the actual data at the point that you wanted it. Uh, Being snapshot-based, every single snapshot is fully self-contained and independent. So it'll take exactly the same amount of time to restore a snapshot from yesterday as it would to restore a snapshot from a year ago or two years ago, right? You're always going to go directly to, you know, figuring out through the, the magic of, of ONTAP and what it knows about the snapshot and the object format. It's just going to go right to that snapshot and pull just those blocks that you need and just those objects that you need. So super efficient and as fast as it can be. Absolutely. And here is one thing I would like to add, you know, in case of disaster and disaster recovery, so maybe you, a customer lost the primary storage and they, you know, need to restore uh, from backup everything. So you wouldn't go for a single file restore uh, because it would basically never finish or would take a very long time. So uh, here we also have the possibility to restore whole volumes, right? So that uh, that it's a very f- fast way of restoring a whole volume and then you have the whole file system back. So it also works perfectly for disaster recovery. Yeah. All right. So can you put a bow on it for me? Can you kind of summarize the whole SnapMirror Cloud idea and the ProLine integration? I would say that it's a it's a perfect blend of tightly integrated, you know, customized APIs in ONTAP 
to provide you a secure, space-efficient, um, rapid way to protect your data. So it's, it's reliable and efficient and encrypted and secure into a modern object storage architecture. And then added to that is a best-of-breed orchestration tool uh, with ProLine with the, the simplicity of the restore process. What do you think, Robert? Absolutely. Uh, so thank you very much, Charlotte. Uh, it is very nice summary. Uh, I think you made it to the point. And uh, thank you also for this great partnership we have between, you know, NetApp and ProLion. And uh, really looking forward to our uh, insight session. Yeah, so I think this will be very interesting uh, for yeah, a lot of NetApp customers and partners to check out the technology. And as far as I know, Charlotte, we will run a live demo as well, right? Yeah, that's what we've we've got. Yep. So uh, seeing is believing, and even though we don't have nine point eight out yet, uh, I know the engineers at Proline have been working diligently to develop the uh, the prototype and the early code, so that we're we're going to be really happy to show this off at Insight for anybody who can attend. That's brave. Yeah, a live so demo. Is this is is this a live session? Uh, well, it's a it's a recorded live session. Oh, okay. We, so we were we were we were definitely alive at the time of recording. And, so uh, is it a recorded live demo? <laughs> a recorded live demo, yes. But it wasn't a recording in the record. We didn't record a recording, if you like. We, 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 we did like it live. Inception. Um, so what, what is that session anyway? How can we find that session for Insight? Yeah, so it's one of the, the speed breakout sessions. I believe the, the particular code is SBD1050. Uh, if you look up either under SnapMirror Cloud or under ProLion, you will definitely find it. And that SPD means it's a speed session, which means it's not as long as the breakout sessions, right? Shortened to the point. I think we, we came in at about 22 minutes, if I recall correctly. So everything you need and nothing that you don't. It's not like, anyone has, it's not like anyone has anywhere to go right now. So <laughs> That's true. Well, we're, we're available to talk for longer whenever you want. Um, yeah, just call Robert. Yeah. Just call <laughs> Absolutely. Call me. And uh, even at Inside, you know, we are there for you. We have a landing page. Uh, we have also uploaded uh, live demo videos uh, so that, you know, you as a customer or partner can directly check out uh, how the product is working uh, and find additional collateral information and this and that. So we are happy to be a sponsor at NetApp Inside and yeah, uh, also look forward to, you know, getting contact with customers uh, at NetApp Inside. It's, I think it will be a great event again, as it, uh, as it always was. Now it's a virtual event, but uh, I'm also looking forward to this one and I think we will have a lot of fun. So again, if we want to reach you, Charlotte, how do we do that? Uh, you can uh, reach me at uh, email as well, charlotte.brooks at netapp.com. Or at our Twitter, that's at S-H-A-L-L-O-T underscore B, Charlotte B, on Twitter. And Robert. Yeah, so uh, for everyone who uh, made it until the end, here is my phone number, which is uh, plus four three for Austria, 664-131-4403. Or you can reach me on my email address, which is robert.graph at prolion.com. I'll be sure to use your phone number whenever I sign up for a mailing list. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Man, you are brave. I, I would not do that. Um, all right. Excellent. So, Robert and Charlotte, thanks so much for joining us today and telling us all about SnapMirror Cloud as well as ProLions integration. Oh.
Alright, that music tells me it's time to go. If you'd like to get in touch with us, send us an email to podcast at netapp.com or send us a tweet at netapp. As always, if you'd like to subscribe, find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or via techontappodcast.com. If you'd like to share today, leave us a review. On behalf of the entire Tech on Tap podcast team, I'd like to thank Robert Graff and Charlotte Brooks for joining us today. As always, thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. Is it just me that's getting off on this? Oh, yeah.